the whole idea is that okay we create this platform for ethnic gaming you know, and the men that love them so whoever comes on rumper you are there because you no know, you want to date ethnic gaming you know or you like ethnic gaming or you want to be with ethnic gaming all right this is christopher's free podcast where we discuss where we actually speak to the innovator, the daring, and the bold in regards to providing informative topics for the black LGBT. And I came across this particular app. Now, this app came to me from a particular follower that's actually in London who actually has her own have her own podcast. And I said, you know, I never heard of this particular app before. Let me let me kind of do some investigation on this. <laughs> and I reached out to the owner, Garfield. Uh, the founder and CEO of Rumper. I wanted to kind of find out more about it, so I actually joined, did a little bit of investigation myself, see the see the experience, and actually I found it pretty good. So I had to get the CEO and founder, Mr. Garfield. How you doing, Garfield? I'm here, man. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Not a problem. You know, I you know I never actually had an interview with anyone who actually had an app or developed an app specifically. For this, uh, for the LGBT, Black LGBT, or just simply people of color, what yes. made you come up with this particular idea? Well, the idea came out of my son. My son is a gay man, and he went on an app. I think it was Grinder, and he was on the app talking to some guy, and the guy told him, you know, he's too dark and he doesn't date you know people that's too dark wow so yeah so he was like wow he came and he told me he was like that you know i taught like the lgbt community you know everybody was i mean as one together so that was like a surprise for me you know and so i said what do you mean he was like yes this is the text here it is so he showed it to me and to make a long story short, you know, I actually said, no, this cannot be real. I said, you know, the gay population as a whole, you know, you know, um, is very marginalized, you know, right. you know, you feel like they are just one unit. And he actually, you know, brought that to my attention, you know, and I was like blown away for him telling me that. Oh, so wow. I did, so I did a lot of research, a lot of research and, I said, wow, you know, went on Google, did more research, went on YouTube, and I see all these black men talking about, you know, the discrimination, you know, on these apps, these gay dating apps, you know, as far as, you know, their encounter with white men. And so I was like, wow, this is something like, it's crazy to me. I never understand this. Right, right. So I said, let me did some, I said, let me do some more research. So I actually went out into the streets, went in, into the clubs in New York City, and I just basically just going around, you know, asking questions and everything. And most black gay men that I encountered would, would tell me the same story. Wow. So I was like, okay. and, I was, and I was like, wow, you know, I said, this is crazy, you know? So my son said to me, he was like, yo, dad, I think we should do something about it. And I said, what do you mean do something about it? He was like, I think we should create our own app, you know? I was like, so I burst out laughing. I was like, are you serious? He was like, yes, you know? And after that, you know, he just fade away. 
and I never actually went to think about it after that. And like two months later, he came to me. He was like, "Are you still planning on doing the app?" And everything started taking off from there. Start snowballing from there. Wait a minute. So th- just to make sure I'm understanding now, how old is your son? My son is like 29 now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And th- this is interesting. And so you uh, be, sound like to me a very accepting father of 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 his son. And yes. you know, kudos to you because a lot again a lot of people really don't haven't really received that. But you know what? It sounds like for for you guys to actually go out your way to say let's do something about this particular issue. To me, I think it's very commendable. I, I, I was actually kind of surprised to hear the story. So Yes. All right. So yes. so now your son and father and son going in this particular app business together yeah. uh, to develop this app strictly to provide a need. And that's basically with the idea of taking out uh, discrimination. Exactly. It's basically like, no, we actually created a platform where, you know, ethnic gay men could have a safe space to date without having to, you know, encounter all the racism that's coming from white men. So the whole idea is that, okay, we create this platform for ethnic gay men and the men that love them. So whoever comes on Rumpa, you are there because, you know, you want to date ethnic gay men or you like ethnic gay men or you want to be with ethnic gay men. Wow. Okay. All right. Now, you know, so this takes away, so so this so this actually takes away the sting, where basically like we having a platform for ethnic gay men. You don't have to go on a white gay dating app. Here's a platform for you. So anybody wants to find you or looking for you or want to be with you, they could come around us. That's where it's at. Now, when you started the app, what was that process like? Because, well, first off, let me ask you, is your background or is your son's background within the software industry, within uh, any of that, you know, lines of uh, IT understanding or software development? Or No, no. My son's background is, you know, is basically as a school teacher. I have a little bit of background in IT. You know, I was actually going to um, coding school, you know, at the time. Oh, okay. You know, okay. so, you know, it was basically, you know, easy to get people on board, you know, to come on board, you know, as far as I went and sit with them and um, <clears throat> pitched the idea to them, you know, and they was like, this is something awesome. And that's basically how everything, you know, start moving from there. Huh. So this is interesting. So now you got a school teacher and, uh, of, of course, somebody with some expertise within the industry coming into a field that is highly popular, but also very competitive. And yeah, so, very competitive. So when it comes to development, how long did it really take for you to develop an app? Well, the process, you know, it depends, you know, as far as the features, you know, it depends if you're trying to cram a lot of features into an app. You know, it could take, you know, anywhere from a year, you know, to two years, you know, because after you um, finish coding the app, you know, you have to, basically put that happen what you call it like a beta stage where you have to you know you release it you know you have what you call it like a public uh, um, beta or you can have you know like a private beta where just you know a private beta where you and a couple of your friends and family will actually you know be testing the app you know to make sure you know everything is actually working smoothly you know and then you could actually release it you know as a you know as a public beta on say 
um, Apple or Google Play, you know, and you can actually invite a lot of people to come and try the app out and give their feedback. So you get a lot of feedback and you could go back and you say, okay, you know, you're actually dealing with um, the end user and the end user will say, okay, this is not working, change this, this would be much more better. So you basically get, you know, I mean, first-hand information, you know, I mean, from the user. That's interesting. So there is a community, so Apple uh, and other platforms like that specifically develop a community just to be able to help other apps correct themselves to kind of you know, make it smoother for the, the market. Exactly. You know, you could, it's basically, you know, I mean, you can have it, you know, put it in what you call it, like a beta stage, you know, a beta stage, you know, is basically, you know, like the trial stage, you know, you, you know, you're trying to work out all the kinks, you're trying to work out all the bugs to make sure the apps flow smoothly. Because the thing is this, right? Um, a person would try an app for the first time. And, you know, if the, you know, if it's a new app, you know, you want to make sure, you know, putting that app into the marketplace, you know, everything is going smoothly. There are no bugs, you know, there are no crashes or nothing like that because, you know, you want the end user to actually, you know, be a part of this app. So if the end user is trying a new app and the, the first time the end user tries the app, it crashes, there's a lot of bugs and everything, the end user, you know, you know he or she is going to delete the app and they will they might never come back right right that is absolutely correct exactly so it's always about you know on the user experience the user experience got to be smooth it got to be simple it got to be easy you know um to navigate you know and a lot of people make a lot of complicated apps and i don't think it should be complicated you know everything should be there i mean for the end user the end user shouldn't be searching all over the app trying to find how this works and how that works so with you going through this process, how long yeah. before you started getting all the bugs out of the system before you were ready to officially put it out to lunch? Oh, well, basically, you know, we was working on like for a whole year, for a whole year before we actually, you know, said, okay, we're going to release the product, you know, because, you know, we had a lot of people that was giving us a lot of feedback to say, change this, you know, this could be better, you know, take this out put this in you know yeah and 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 basically you know we had instagram you know like you know i mean we had our page like instagram page you know we just hit up people like randomly on our instagram page and asked them a lot of questions what they would actually like to see you know in the app and we got a lot of feedback that you know because you know the thing about it is that you know you got to try to um like understand your user you know because they are the one that's going to use the product. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it finally comes out on the market. What exactly did you discover in the process of putting it for lunch? What you got out all the opinions and all the corrections, all the bugs and ready for it. And now you say, okay, let's launch it this way. What was the initial thought process? Were you just going to simply launch it locally, uh, launch it, Regionally, what was the process in terms of how you're going to make this launch? Oh, the, the, the process was that, you know, we said, okay, we're going to have a launch party, you know, try to get the word out, you know, bring some people in, you know, from the LGBT community who would basically, you know, try to get a lot of press for the app to do the launch party, you know, and get a lot of people out to speak about the app. You know, that was the whole process, you know, 
to actually get the app out in the first place. And, you know, I was speaking to, you know, um, like my mentor, and he told me, he said, listen, what you need to do is launch in your city first. He said, if you can lock your city down, then you can expand from there. And that's basically, you know what I mean, what I did. So what city is this? Um, New York. Ah, okay, okay. And so yeah. you, you found the support for New York coming through first? A lot of people yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, we start, we, we found a lot of support from New York and everything, and then everything starts snowboarding from there, you know, and, you know, we have a lot of people, you know, from overseas, too, that was actually, you know, I mean, downloading the app, too, you know, uh -huh. London, we had a lot of people from London, France, you know, a lot of people was downloading the app. Nice, nice, okay, so now that you're getting some, some feedback from your own town, backyard, then you start to slowly creep out you know, into the other cities and other states. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, basically, and I mean, like for the other states, you know, like, you know, like for the listeners and you who basically listen for the first time, you know, we actually, you know, launch a campaign on like Google AdWords. Google AdWords is basically, you know, you buy ads on Google AdWords, you know, and you actually, you know, we um, show up in the search ranking and people who search for certain keywords, you know, we actually, you know, we find, you know, I mean, terms like ethnic game and they will actually see like um, Rumpa popped up, you know, did advertisement, you know, on Google and Apple. And that's how we start getting all the downloads from all these different cities like Philadelphia, you know, Washington, D.C., Chicago, California, and everything. And that's how it everything start coming in gotcha gotcha okay yeah 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 like one of the most craziest thing is that you know we actually drove to um atl black pride 13 hours all the way you know t to actually you now get the app out you know all the way no sleep no nothing we on the road and everything so that's what that was also a crazy moment you know for the first time going to you know, a new city too, you know? And when we went there too, we got a lot of love too. We were, we were shown a lot of love, you know, cause a lot of black men, they was like, wow, this is very awesome. You know, something definitely, you know what I mean? We definitely need this. Now, where, where did the, the, any of the, the people that you were speaking to, did they tell you exactly what they're currently using now? Yeah, well, you know, some of the people that I was speaking said I was using Jack and everything and, you know, and the funny thing like that, you know, they give you a really background story on, on Jack as, as a whole. You know, when a lot of ethnic gay men were being discriminated on Grinder, there wasn't a black gay dating app out to, you know, what I mean, for them to go on. So a lot of them went on Jack. People don't even know that Jack is owned by two old white men, basically. You know, really? yes, you know. <laughs> You know, just like, you know, if you could do the research, you see what what, what happened with Jack, right? Jack was started, I mean, by this um, Asian kid. And he, he was so um, bogged down with work that he sold the company to these two old white gay men. And that's how, you know, Jack came into be, you know, and they had the money, you know, to actually scale the company, you know, I mean, to all these users and everything same as what you see a lot of people is on um 
like black people meat. A lot of people don't even know that black people meat is owned by a white guy, you know? So a lot of people don't know the research and the history behind these companies, you know? Right. right. Yeah. So I'm just letting people know that. So sometimes you got to know, I mean, what you're supporting. Now, the thing about it is now, have you found that in this process, because I'm sure, uh, I believe it actually was mentioned by, um, uh, several people who are within the IT industry that there seems not to be a lot of African American uh, people within industries like this, like the IT industry, software industry, and the yes. development. So, is that something that you can, you discovered in the process, or you already knew? Well, I discovered that in the process that you know, even it's a struggle right now. You know, when you really look at the IT space, you know, and even look at the IT space, the IT space is basically like a very, very white space where you know all the money that flows, you know, as far as venture capitalists goes, you know, are flowing from white men to white men. You know, even white females are actually being discriminated as far as getting funded, you know, uh, um, in the venture capitalist space, like 0.1% of minorities ever get funded, you know, by venture capitalists, you know, 0.1%. Yes, sir. 0.1%. And you could do your research on that too. Um, yeah. Ever get funded, you know, by, um, you know, venture capitalists because you got to understand right um racism you know is very you know uh, um systemic in this country right and it's the same way like how you know before you see before you see a gay black man right you see a black man first before you see a gay white man you see a white man first so you got to understand you know with like institutional racism and Everything that goes on, you know, within this country, everything flows, you know, from one sector to the other. That's why you continue to see, you know, people speaking about, you know, like diversity, you know, um, like within tech, you know, I mean, within the technology sector, you know, we need more black engineers. We need more black, you know, coders, you know, we need more black people to get involved in tech. This is one of the most um, like interesting time in history where you know you could basically make a lot of money you could get wealthy you know the internet is there you know you just got to come up with a good idea you know and execute it real well and everything come up with a need that some that's that people want you know because a lot of people create companies you know and they fail because there is not a need for the product you know there's a need for rumper there's an issue you know, with ethnic gay men having problem, you know, on white dating site. And that's why Rumpa was created because it was created because of a need. You know, there's a pain point, you know, with ethnic gay men. You know what I mean? Like I told you, my son and my brother, they are both gay. So they have the power. They told me firsthand what the issue is. You know, I just took what they told me, you know, and investigated more and everything and ran with it and came up with Rumpa. So in the tech sector is that, you know, my thing is that I said to you know what? Everybody's doing um music, rap music, 
everybody is into, you know, entertainment, sports and everything. And I, I said, you know, I want to make a difference, you know, for black people, you know what I mean? Young black boys and girls to show them like, listen, you don't have to rap, you know, you don't have to get into sports or nothing like that. You know, you could get into tech and you could change a whole lot of things, you know, you could change a whole lot of things, you know what I mean, for your community and for black people as a whole. You know, you could put yourself up as a beacon of hope so people to, to say, okay, this guy, you know, he didn't went into music, he didn't went into sport, you know, he went into the technology sector and he made a change. So for one thing we have, you know, we're run for that I would like to accomplish, you know, is a code school, you know what I mean, for young black boys and girls, you know, who are in these communities that probably don't know, know what they want to do with their future and everything like that and teach them coding because the thing about it is that once they learn coding, you know, they basically could go anywhere with that skill. You know, it's a skill that you could take all over the world. Wow. Wherever you, wherever you are, you know, Mexico, Canada, Jamaica, wherever, once you have coding skill under your belt, you know, you will survive, you know, you will survive, you know, because, you know, right now with, with tech, you know, they are looking for engineers. They are looking for coders and everything. And if you could code your butt off, you will have a position and you could even use your own coding skill to start your own companies, you know, and you could give a lot of black people jobs and everything that, and you could create a future for you and your family. You know, know? I'm going to ask you more questions about that because it's kind of funny you mentioned that because I just told my brother, yeah, uh, my brother who just got out of prison, yeah. And I said, you know, I think for both of us, is one I took it as a, as a thing for me. One, I'm open to learning anything anyway, and I said, why don't we go to find out more about coding in your process uh, for you being in the in the industry? Is it something that's difficult? For people to get into, did you find no, it was... no, no, no? I don't, I don't think it's difficult to get into. You know, like if you go on the internet, you no, know, they have code school. They have code school. You know, you can just type in Google. You know, and you know, and ask Google. And I mean, lists. Um, uh, um, um, like coding school in your city, and a lot of them will actually, you know, I mean, pop up. You know, I mean, in your search ranking, and you know. If there's a school that's close to you, you know, you could go to, you know, a lot of these um, coding schools, too, they'll offer you, you know, free training, you know, and in return, you know, they will actually find you a job, you know, say at Facebook, at Google, you know, I mean, um, at Twitter or any one of these software companies in return, you know, I mean, for a percentage, you know, I mean, of your um, income, you know just for a period of time, you know, so you could pay them back and everything like that, you know. So there's a lot of coding um, programs that's out there that you could go to and they are free, you know. It's basically the information is that, you know, a lot of black folks, you know I mean, or brothers and sisters, you know, we don't have that information and a lot of us don't know a lot and we probably not moving in the right circle for people to open our eyes to to sh- to show us that, okay, we could do this. We don't have to, you know, risk our freedom to sell drugs or, you know, risk our freedom, you know, to do anything illegal out there and end up in prison, you know? This is very interesting. So in the process, you not only discovered the amount of 
actually true venture capitalists really giving to minority companies are extremely low. They're um, very low. And I just want to expand a little bit more on that. Sure. You got you got to understand too with you know, all right. Say for example, right? You have all these like these like these Ivy League college like Yale, Stanford, Brown, Duke, um, Columbia. You know, um, um, Harvard, right? All these guys went to school together. You know, the Mark Zuckerbergs, you know, the um, the Steve Jobs, the the Bill Gates. You no, know, it's like all these guys go to school together. So the funny thing about it is that you know you have what you call it. You know what I mean. Um, the bros club, that's what you want to call it. They call it the bros club where, you know, you know, they get a lot of VCs, right? A lot of venture capitalists, they get money from like edge funds, pension funds, right? Uh, uh, um, like college endowments, right? And the colleges, you know, give these venture capitalists money to invest for them. That's how these venture capitalists get so much money. You know, and what they do, they invest these millions of dollars or billions of dollars that they get from these, you know, pension funds and these hedge funds, you know, and these endowments, and they give the colleges or the hedge funds or the endowment a huge return back on the investment. So this is how they get the, the money, you know, and, you know, they are called LPs, you know. The, the 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 LPs or the colleges, the edge funds and the pension funds, they are called LPs and LPs stand for like um, limited partners. So if you could get a lot of money, you know, if you a white guy, you could go into, you know, a college, say Harvard, you know, and you know people, you have a lot of contacts, and you could make a pitch and say, okay, well, you know. I need this amount of money, such and such, you know, and I could give you this much of return, you know, on such and such, you know, sure, you know, the college is going to take a chance on you and everything. And once, you know, you go out and take that money, you know, and you basically say, okay, I invest in this company and this and that company, and you made a nice return for these um, colleges and these pension funds and everything, you're going to constantly get money from them to make new investments and everything see people don't understand like you know this is america you know you know it's a capitalist system and even the colleges want to make money you know um the colleges got stocks they got bonds they got everything you know just like how you know like a regular company has stocks and bonds and everything that's why they charge these students so much money you know what i mean for like um college tuitions because a lot of these college tuitions, you know, end up becomes, you know, investment dollars. Right. You're absolutely correct. So so now in the process of knowing this information and knowing exactly what you're up against, how did you actually fund this whole project? You did you do it yourself? Did you actually get angel investors? No, well, at this moment I haven't any investors on on, on board, but I invest but I, I fund this whole project called my pocket. Oh wow. So you've been yeah. involved. There was it a family thing with between your brother, yourself, and, and your son, or was it just strictly you? Yeah, it was me. My, my it was me, my brother. You know, and you know, uh, a school teacher that I actually brought on board. You know, who actually you know believe in what I was doing and everything like that. And she said, you know, I want to support this. 
Okay. And she came on board. Yeah. Wow. So now this the fam pretty much it sounds like a family business. What is what does your son play in this business? What, what what role does he play? Well, my son basically now he's like on he he's on the sideline. Like if we was to go somewhere, you know, he may give uh, a few speak here and there and everything but you know he's more like into schooling and everything like that you know he just let me do everything since i'm more you know into tech i'm like heavily into tech i'm obsessed with tech i'm passionate about tech and everything like that wow and your brother yeah my brother he plays a role as far as you know marketing and everything like that you know he has a marketing degree from Syracuse University so you know he comes on board you know and we sit down and we actually you know plan out you know where we're gonna go you know where we're gonna hit are we gonna execute it and everything you know because you because you could have the best idea you know like I tell people they you could have the best idea in the world you know it's all about you know on the execution you know, yes can you execute it can you scale it, you know what I mean, to a large number of people, you know what I mean, so they could know that the product exists, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. So that's how it is, because, you know, we got to understand that ideas are a dime a dozen. A lot of people have ideas and stuff, but they can't execute it. And, you know, a lot of people have ideas, and they don't know how, you know what I mean, um, to run a company, you know, because, a lot, you know, like, even with the app, the app have so many moving parts and everything like that. It's like, you know, sometimes, you know, you go through anxiety, sometimes you go through stress, you know, sometimes you want to phone dealing with marketers, sometimes you want to phone dealing, you know, uh, with advertisers and there's so many things that goes on, you know, they're trying to get an app to, you know, to market, you know, and, you know, just like with everything, whether it's a basketball team, you know, whether it's a corporation and everything, you have to have a team, you know, your team, is what's going to get you, you know what I mean, to the next level. You have to have a team where everybody is on the same page. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and have this grand vision of where we want to get to. You know, no, no, you can't have an app and say, okay, you know, one person is going to do this. And no, you need to have a team. You need to have a solid team. Because when you go to investors and everything like that, they want to know that they are investing their money into somebody that's going to give them, you know, I mean, some type of return on their investment, you know, so they want to know that, you know, in case in point, for example, if you were to say, okay, you want to invest in me, you want to make sure that, you know, you invest in your money in the right person because you don't want to lose your money. Right. Absolutely. Ex exactly. So, you know, when you go to investors, you got to make sure, you know, you know, you present, you know, how you could minimize um, the risks of them investing their capital into your company. Now, knowing all this that's coming across, and now you have to say, well, wait a minute, all this money that we have spent, now we have to figure out a way to bring this money in. How How is that, how's the model of making money from an app? I do begin to see when it comes to games, uh, they actually charge you to upgrade to get coins and things of that nature. Trust me, I know, because I do play uh, spades. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. but I've always, I've always thought I've been curious when it comes to a lot of apps. I know a lot of apps says, well, you have the option of upgrading. Um, you yeah, have the definitely. Of upgrading no, you have yeah, the, you have the, Go ahead. Yeah, you have the option of upgrading. You know, like you know, a, a lot of um, 
apps, you know, they have different, you know, business model where you have, you know, the subscription business model where people pay, you know, uh, um, per month to use the service. Say, for example, you know, um, like a Spotify, you know, or say, for example, you know, like a Tinder or what the case may be, you know, and, you know, then you have your, your freemium model where, you know, on the basic tier, you would give away a lot of stuff free, but if, you know, users want to upgrade, you know, they could have, you know, they could actually pay for upgraded features. And is that the model that you're following? Well, basically, I mean, our model is basically, I mean, it could change from now, you know I mean? Because it's a new app, it could change from now, it could change from tomorrow. Depends on how the team, you know, sit down and we basically, I mean, come together and say, okay, this is basically the best model to go with. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, in regards to the response so far, how's everything going? Everything is going, everything is going great because, you know, a lot of people is just finding about the app and everything like that. And we're getting a lot of downloads every day. So, you know, the word is getting out. You know, and, and I found it, what I mostly find very interesting about the story is the fact that I love the fact that it's one, a father and son and brother that actually uh, decided to say, let's go this particular route to fulfill a need. And it, it, I do hear an accent, though. I do hear a little bit of accent. Yes, yes, Where yes, do you yes, come from? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm from the Caribbean. I'm from Jamaica, man. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny because, especially coming from Jamaica, have you also kind of watched the progress in terms of gay pride within Jamaica? Oh, yeah. And I think it's, you know, and I think it's basically, you know, something, I mean, I'm saying very interesting to watch and everything, you know, so maybe the people are getting, you know, much more, you know, accepted, you know, or maybe getting much more, like, tolerant, even though, you know, a lot of people may say, okay, they don't agree with this or they don't agree with that, you know? Exactly. Because, you know, I've actually have a lot of Caribbean friends myself, and, you know, they definitely tell me that, you know, it's a different mentality when you go to the countryside, but definitely in places like Kingston, it's welcomed. It's kind of, you know, known that... It, yes, you know, yes, known. yes, yes, definitely. If you, like, if you was to go, like, to the countryside and everything like that, you would basically, um, you basically find more, you know, what you call it, more, more problems if you go to the countryside more so than if you was into the city because the city is much more different from the countryside more people more people in the countryside they still have these old values that they still you know stick to and they're not going to change you know right 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 so in this particular case right now now is that also a plan to go to into places like kingston or your or jamaica to be able to get more people on top of the app to be to join the app well, you know, so, you know, to, to, to basically tell you, you know, I was basically um, looking at the app the other day and I saw uh, uh, two, two or three users signed up from out of Kingston and everything like that. But, you know, the app basically is a universal app, you know, and we're going to see people from all over, you know, you know coming on Rumper and everything, you know, I've seen so many people, you know, I mean, from, you know, Germany, like I said, you know, Australia on the app, you know, so, you know, it's just in due time, you know, once the word get out, because I tell you, you know, it's, you know, the app is still a baby. A lot of people don't even, a lot of people don't even know about the app yet, you know? 
Well, now so, they will. <laughs> but, but, but like I said, getting the interview with you and everything that, that hopefully they will. And you know, we going to these we going to these prides and everything coming up. And I mean, because we going to DC Pride the twenty fifth, so nice. we go, we actually going out there to do a lot of promo. Then we going to you know uh, um, Dallas Pride to get to to do some promo. So we making the rounds. Nice, you know, nice. we make we make we making the rounds going out there, you know, to let people know because like I said, you know, a lot of people when it comes to business, you know, they don't understand, you know. Having the product is one thing, but you gotta go out there and sell, 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 sell. You know, you be a salesman, you know, be everywhere, let people know that you you know, that you exist. Yes. You know, so that's the whole premise of this you have to go out there and sell you know people won't know that you have a product unless you go out there and let them know that you have a product you know and and the thing about it is that a lot of people you know they are good at creating products but they are not good salesmen right or, or saleswomen you know now any particular any particular person that's kind of inspired you along the way to take this journey and to run with it any particular person at all um well let me see. Um, as far as, you know, I think basically when I really look at, you know, the whole tech space, you know, and I don't see too many people that look like me and everything like that, you know, I took it upon myself and I said, you know what? I want to make a difference, man. I say everybody want to do basketball. Everybody want to do music and everything like that. I said, listen, you know, I want to change the game. You know, I want to change the game, you know, so other black coders, other black founders, you know, could look to me and say, you know what, you know, this guy basically did it and everything like that. You know what I mean? Because, you know, my thing is like this, you know, you know I'm, saying? I'm not anti-white or nothing like that, but I'm for my people. I'm for my, I'm for my black people. Right. I don't care you great. I don't care if you gay, straight, you know, purple, pink, or what the case may be. You know what I mean? Black people, you know what I mean, has been, you know what I mean, at the bottom you know what I mean, for so long and everything like that. And, you know, we had a, our Black Wall Street, you know what I mean, that was actually, you know what I mean, tore down, you know what I mean, and you know the story about, you know what I mean, how that go yes. and everything like that. So, you know, it's about time, you know what I mean, that we basically, you know what I mean, start build back, you know what I mean, nation building and everything like that, you know what I mean, because we can't sit here, you know what I mean, and build nobody else stuff. You know, what I mean, we have to build our own thing. So my thing is that, you know what I mean, here on your show, you know what I mean, on the podcast, to let brothers know, like, listen, you know, instead of you take that money and go buy, you know, a sneaker that costs five dollars to make in China, and you, you know, and they bring the sneaker over here, and you go to Nike and buy a sneaker for three hundred and twenty dollars and stuff like that you could take that money and buy some stocks in nike you know so so instead of you have 500 pairs of ear jordan you know you could have 500 um shares of you know i mean of nike stocks you know that's much more better that's something that you could build on something that you can leave your child so my thing is this and i mean i'm about um like asset building you know what I mean, for us and our community, you know what I mean, just like Malcolm X said, you know, everybody come into our community, you know, and, you know, they make money off us, you know, and, and they set up shop and everything, but we can't go into their community, you know, and do nothing, you, you know, we can't go into Chinatown, you know, and open up, you know, 
um, like a West Indian restaurant or nothing like that. You know, they would chase us out. But here it is. They could come into our community and they could basically, you know, open up, you know, a Chinese restaurant, you know, and they take all the money and stuff like that. And for 365 days of the whole year, they won't even give back nothing to the kids to say, okay, it's, um, it's summertime. The kids are about to go back to school. Let's buy them, you know, some pencils and some books and I mean, and some book bags. You know, nobody gives back nothing. They just take, 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 take. You know what I mean? Right, right. So basically more about black empowerment. Exactly. Exactly. So this is about black empowerment. It's about you know what I mean, Ch trying to change everything that's going on. You know what I mean. We can't just sit here and just become you know what I mean consumers, consumers, consumers. You know what I mean. Remember, you know we in America are just basically just say twelve or thirteen percent. You know what I mean, of the population, and yet you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying we have a spending power of one trillion three hundred billion dollars. Yes, that's true. That's a that's a lot of money. A lot. You know what I mean? That's that's a that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? And when it 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 comes, it's like you know what I mean. You gotta understand. You know, with Jew people, you know, like the money circulate in their neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like basically, like twenty times before he leaves. You know, with us, you know, as soon as we get it, it goes straight out of our, you know, I mean, out of our pocket. Now, why is that? Why do you believe that? When it comes to and now, is it because? some of the resources that really when it comes to our own neighborhoods, they're not necessarily created by black or um, people of color businesses within their own neighborhoods and we have no choice to go out or is it because, because of the fact that we just don't find the value within our own community to put forth within our own communities? Well, basically, I think, it, you know, I think it comes from, you know what I mean, like, I'm like lack of education too. You know what I mean? That's basically what they do. It comes from lack of education and everything like that because you know, if you around people that that's gonna instill certain values in you and everything like that to say, Okay, well, you know, we could start something, we could build something, what the case may be, then you know what I mean, something could get started. But if you around people and everything like that and everybody's doing the same thing, you're gonna actually follow them and do the same thing, you know? Because okay. I, I, I always tell people all the time, I say, you know, even when people buying Gucci and, you know, and all these, you know, expensive um, designer brand, you know, you basically supporting people that don't even like you at the end of the day. And at the same time, too, and everything that, that all this money you're spending with them, they're not putting nothing back into your community, you know. And you got to understand, you know, you can't sit and wait for, you know, people, you know, who has basically enslaved you for 400 years to actually come, you know what I mean, and say, yo, you know what? You know what I'm saying? I've been having my foot on you, on your neck for the last 400 years. I'm here to help you, you know what I mean, to raise you up. You got to look to your own self, you know what I mean, and your own peoples to raise you up. So it's, it goes back, like I said, to the mindset. About educating, about educating your community and making people aware of exactly, the opportunities you know, keep created. So really, it, what, I, what I'm hearing from Rumper, what I'm hearing from you, is that Rumper is kind of the start, not just for the LGBT, but for everyone within the community of, with pe for people of color, for black people exactly. in particular. Ex so exactly. Rumper may be one aspect, but really by being a part of Rumper and being supportive of Rumper, Rumper has the plans to do a lot more for the community. Is what exactly, I mean. e e exactly. And I mean, because you know, at the end of the day and stuff like that, you know, we see that a lot of, you know, 
ethnic gay men, and I mean, are going through, I mean, like mental health crisis. We see a lot of ethnic uh, um, gay men, and I mean, that are employed and everything like that. You know, I mean, like I told you, you know, the code school that I, you know, that I want to start and everything like that. You know, I mean, a lot of ethnic men could come there, you know, I mean, and could get coding skills for free and go out into the world and everything like that and try to change their life and try to change other people's life and everything. You know, so it's just not just on one aspect, but I see the grand vision, you know, that Rumpa could be a lot of things. Right, right. You know, I I, I really am happy that I actually interviewed you. Now, I, it's, it's not to say that I don't necessarily receive that at times, but every now and then you need a bit of reminder that it's not just because in fact you're coming into a particular industry uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's all for self. It's about more than that. And I think a lot of the podcasts that I do actually kind of reflects that, but definitely to spell it out and say this, you have the plans to do more within your community. I really appreciate that. And I also appreciate the fact that you are a father and you're sounding to me a very a proud father of, a, of sounding to me a very successful gay man who is also a, a teacher. And yeah, man. Words. Yeah, you know, I, I I feel like this, right? I feel like you know, the I feel like the the black community is so caught up, you know, into this whole Bible thing and everything like that. Where basically, you know, they use the Bible, you know, in a way, you know, to justify a lot of things. But I feel like this. It doesn't matter, man. You know what I mean? What your child is, you know what I mean? Unconditional love is first. You know what I mean? You can't tell me that you love me today and just because I tell you like, oh, dad, I'm this or, you know, mom, I'm this. You say, yo, get out of my house or don't come, you know, or I don't want to see you no more or don't come back around here with the case maybe. I think that's fake. You know what I mean? You don't never stop loving a person. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You don't. You don't never start. You know the love got to be unconditional. If the love is not unconditional as a parent, you know what I mean the love. You know what I mean I look at it like the love wasn't real. You know what I mean from the start. So a lot of black parents don't understand when you kick your your gay child out into the streets and everything like that. You know the streets is a cold place. You don't know where they. No, you don't know where they're getting a hot meal from. You don't know where they're sleeping. You don't know, I mean, what's going on with them. And a lot of these kids are out in the, out in these streets and everything like that, getting abused by people. Right, right. They you are. know what I mean? They are. It's a, it's a so, so you, you know, a lot of these kids are homeless, man. A lot of these kids, you know what I mean, today, even while I'm speaking right now, maybe, you know what I mean, some gay kid is somewhere scared, you know what I mean, don't have a place, you know what I mean, to take a... A shower don't have somewhere i mean to get a hot meal and everything like that so people don't understand like you, you know you actually throwing out your kid and everything like that and don't know because you know i mean you worrying about what somebody else saying you know what i mean or you worrying about you know what i mean how you might look and everything like that you know what i mean pardon my language man but you shouldn't care about what people think about you you know what i mean having love for your child right you're you know what i mean right. Yeah, you right. know, you shouldn't care about what nobody say about, you know, what I mean, you know, but so many people are still focusing on, you know, what I mean, what people are going to think about them or, you know, what I mean, how they're going to look or the case maybe. Why would you, why should you care? Because at the end of the day, I tell people like this, you know, if you know how quick people, you know, what I mean, I'm like, forget the dead, 
you will stop worrying about what people think of you and live your life, period. That's correct. That's correct. You know what I mean? Let me tell you, Garfield, I am very happy I spoke to you. I'm very, I'm very excited that a lot of this, uh, this particular app, Rumper, uh, which I am now a member of, <laughs> is actually going to be out there for people to, to kind of take them away from the aspect of being discriminated against and just simply seek for one thing, love or uh, just seek a partner. You know, so exactly. at, at the end of the like, day, that's what we all deserve and that's what we all want. So I can honestly say I will definitely put this information out. I will definitely promote this uh, information as much as possible so everyone's aware of Rumper. And to go out and download Rumper is very easy. Where do you find it? Where can you go get your app? They could get it on the Google Play or they could get it, I mean, on the Apple App Store. Okay. They're so basically looking on yeah. Google Play and also the Apple Store. So. Yeah, on or or they could just go to the website, you know what I mean, uh um at rumper dot com and they could just basically go in there, you know, and they could just click on it and it would take them straight to the app store too. So if they want to go to the website, they could go to the website and download it from the website too. Awesome, awesome. You know, and by the way, before I leave, there is a uh, there's a particular person who's well known within the IT industry, but also in the gay community, and he is also of the LGBT community. Are, are you aware already of Emil Wilbekin? Wilbekin? No, sir. No, sir. Okay. You probably, what I'll do, I'll send some information over to you. Apparently, he, uh, he has an organization also, but he's also well within the IT industry, and he actually talks about how a lot of people, especially minority and LGBT, need to really come more into the IT industry look into that and look into the other aspects too. So he is definitely uh, well known. I'll send you his name and uh, you know, not to say I know him personally, even though I did reach out to him to come to the podcast. Um. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm definitely grateful because you know, like I said, you know, whichever information flows my way, I'll always reach out to people and everything like that because that's the thing. Like it goes back to what I tell you, I've never scared to reach out to people and everything like that i go to a lot of these uh, um like code camp and code school and i just walk up to people and say like hi my name is garfield and i mean i'm a founder ceo of rumper and that da, 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 the conversation just started you cannot be scared you know what i mean to engage with people and everything some people you know what i mean might brush you off some people might give you a card and they might never call back or the case may be but you know what they always say you know if you knock on 10 doors and 10 people say no, keep knocking on the 11, the 12, the 13, because somebody else will answer and open the door and say, yes, I want to let you in. You know, so you just cannot give up and everything like that. Like, you know, if you if you go back, you know, and you listen to the story, you know, of uh, FUBU, you know, founder and CEO, you know, uh, um, Damian John, you know, he just keep pounding and pounding when he went to, like, 15 banks or 18 banks and they keep saying no 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 you just cannot stop you know sound like it's spoken the the power of an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah yeah you cannot stop man you know cannot what I mean? stop yeah you cannot stop you know see a lot of people don't understand it i mean a lot of people fear you know rejection and fear this and i mean but you know, you have to conquer your fears and the way you conquer your fears and i mean I'm saying, you have to run into fear you exactly. know you have to you have to run into fear. That's how you conquer your fears and everything like that. You know, because the most people could tell you is no. That's it. You know what I mean, and you take one no, and you're gonna be like, oh man. Or people may say, oh man. And I mean, 
um, that app is trash and then you're going to put it in your mind and be like, oh, no, no, no. You know what I mean? That's just one person's opinion. You know and I mean, from over three point something billion people on the planet, you know? Exactly. You know what? You know, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I think that a lot of people are going to take a good look at this particular app. And I think a lot of people are going to be willing to, number one, it doesn't take much to join. It's just a very easy process. I did it myself to be able just to simply log on to the app, give you information. And, hey, you know, you may find a lot of people in your area. You may not. But at the same time, just remember, it's a growing a growing. It's app. a growing. It's yeah. a growing entity. Let you know. You gotta let people know. We always let people know. This and this is a new entity. You know, what I mean, this is a new platform and everything like that. And the funny thing about it, I tell people all the while, you cannot complain no more that you are being discriminated on white dating apps because we went out and we created a platform specifically for ethnic gay men. You know, what exactly. I mean, so so supported. Black people, you need to go out, ethnic gay men, you know, LGBT community, trans people, you know what I mean, wherever, you know what I mean, we don't discriminate against nobody, you know what I mean, everything, we cannot say that we're fighting against discrimination and racism, and then we discriminate against people, anybody could get on the app, you know what I mean, you, you're part of the LGBT community, you're welcome to make a profile and be on the app. We're not kicking off nobody on the app like how Tinder is treating LGBT people and kicking people off, you know, I mean, their dating app and everything like that. You know, Grindr was kicking off LGBT people, you know, I mean, uh, um, trans people off their dating app and everything like that. So we are an inclusive app, you know, I mean, because that's what we are for. If you, if, you know, if you as a black person have been discriminated for 400 years and still today still being discriminated and everything, you walk down the street, you know, I mean, you know, police pull you over, you know, um, you know, pro, uh, um, profiling, racial profiling, you know what discrimination is feel like. So you can't say, you know what I mean, you for black people. You can't say, you know what I mean, you for, uh, um, you know, black people rising up and everything like that, but you want to discriminate against trans people and everything. I feel like, you know what I mean, it's bullshit. If you say no this seriously, you know, I mean, part of my language be on this podcast, but you just got to give it 1000%. You know, I mean, and I'm passionate about this stuff. You know, I mean, like I said, my, my son and my brother, they are part of this community and everything that that is. So I'm like a part of this community right now as an ally in this community right now. You know, what awesome, I mean, definitely. Awesome. All right, guys. This and, I, is and, I, and I definitely love this community, man. You know, I mean, I met some awesome people. You know, I mean, the other night when I went to Philly and everything like that, gave me their number and said, listen, man, uh, they, they like what I'm doing and everything. They said, listen, when you come back to Philly, you need any help, we are here, you know? Wow. So there's a lot so the of people like coming through. Yeah, support's coming in. Support's coming support's coming through, man. Awesome, awesome. Man, yeah. I, I definitely appreciate you coming by on the show. And again, I'm telling everybody you must download Rumper, R U M P U R, and you will definitely find some good looking black men in the area. I'm pretty sure you'll you'll definitely <laughs> be surprised. But also keep in mind, like I said, to be a part of a growing entity, to be a part of a growing app, everyone, whether they're a website or an app all started the same way jack yeah. included grinder included yeah. rumper is going to be the next to be able to be for us thank you so exactly. much for coming on garfield and yeah and i just want to add too we're going to be you know you got to understand too with 
Jack and Scruff and 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 and, and Grind and stuff like that. They have been, you know, I mean, so complacent for so long in, into the space, you know, what I mean, that they have never, you know, added any extra features over the case. Maybe so. Rumper is going to be one of the first to have, you know, what I mean, uh, on video chat coming this summer. Ah, so, so okay. listen, so listen. If you put up a fake profile, we're gonna find out who's hiding behind that profile. So you know what I mean? Yes, we you know what I mean. So let everybody know, you know, video chat is coming. So you can see whoever is on there, you can speak to them live and get a feeling, you know what I mean, of the person, you know what I mean, before you take them out on a date or take them to the movie or what the case may be. Because guess what? We're living in an age, you know what I mean, of visual and people wanna see Visual, and we said, you know what? We're gonna incorporate this feature and beat Jack and Grinder and Scruff to the punch because they have been complacent for so long. And we're coming into this space, and we're coming in with a vengeance, man. I'm telling you, innovation, innovation. That you heard yes. directly from CEO and founder Rumpel yes. will be one of the first to have yes. a video chat on their app. So on their app, you know, I mean, we have, you know, I mean, we have to move away, you know, I mean, from just pictures and everything that people want to talk to people in real time you know what i mean like basically if i was on an app you know what i mean and i messaged somebody and i was like yo i want to see you on video so i can see what you look like you know i don't want to meet you in a club later on and stuff like that you know what i mean and the picture that you put up you know what i mean when i meet you is not the picture you know what i mean of you when i see you you know and that's a very interesting uh, component because most people have conversations and say do you they'll ask you uh, do you have whatsapp app or do you have an, an app like that to where you can be able to video chat so exactly. you know what? Yeah, that's I think it's a very smart component. I think yeah. it's awesome. Awesome. So we so we add that feature know in the app and it's coming this summer and everything like that it's already finished coding and everything that and we working out all the bugs and all the kings to make sure when we put it in it flows smoothly without no glitches so look out for it all right this this is good this is a really really good thing and let me tell you again i think everyone should download it get on top of it if you don't pass you by you'll be the last person to join it but don't be the yes <laughs> and i want to thank yo and i want to thank you man you know what i mean for having me man you know what i mean and i look forward again man you know what i mean to be on your show again to give you more updates on what's going on man. of course you're more than happy to welcome to the show anytime that you want to be able to give an update i'm more than happy to put it out there i love exactly what you're doing i love what you stand for love everything about it yes my brother man one love man and i mean peace to everybody out there man all right, you heard it first. This is Christian Brothers Speed Podcast signing off. Have a wonderful day. All right, you too, my brother.